to organize your amazing ideas into a powerful book, you are in the right place. At the right time to learn how to write your book. Hi, I'm Joyce Glass. And I'm Sherry Lynn Bisbono, and welcome to The Right Hour, nonfiction tips from The Right Coach Team. We are so glad you joined us today. Welcome to episode 1302 of The Right Hour. I'm so glad you joined us today. This season, we are sharing with you some of the best of our Wisdom Wednesday shows we host in the Write My Book Facebook group. You will find great value in this interview. Jane Jackson is a friend of our Keith Kellers, and they're both from Australia. She wrote a book to help reach more people and expand her business. She's doing this thing we talk about so often in this group. Jane Jackson is a leading career management coach, author of a number one Amazon bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads, a keynote speaker, and a host of Your Career Podcast. With experience in industry travel, health and fitness, public relations, education, and human resources in Hong Kong, San Francisco, London, Singapore, and Sydney, Jane draws upon her 30 years of experience to help professionals to find that spark of joy in their careers so they can follow their true passion and direction. Over the past 20 years, through her private coaching practice and as an executive consultant with a world-leading global outplacement provider, Jane has successfully guided and coached over 8,000 clients to take control of their careers and build their personal brand to attract career opportunities in person and online. She helps them leverage LinkedIn for their career success. May Jane's story inspire your writing journey. Hey guys, Keith Keller, Melbourne, Australia. And you're watching another Wisdom Wednesday it's a fantastic new idea that uh, I've started here on StreamYard with my friends Joyce Glass and Sherilyn Bisbano. And we help writers write their books and promote their books. And today we have my very good friend Jane Jackson calling in from Sydney. She's written a book and it's now an Amazon bestseller. She's actually a career coach who's written about her 20 years experience. And she's very, very humble to say that that's what she does. She doesn't teach people to write. She doesn't class herself as a writer, but she is. She's written a book about what she knows. And this is exactly what this group is about. So, Jane, welcome to the call. Tell us all about the book and tell us how you did it. Oh, well, first of all, thank you so much, Keith, for inviting me on the show. It's a great honour and it's lovely to be here. And I'm glad we've sorted out our StreamYard issues with regard to the live broadcast. So that's great. Um, all about the book, there's so much to tell. Um, maybe maybe what I should let you know is that it's just been released, my book, um, in the second edition, because it was first published back in 2015. I've got a copy here. This is the original, Navigating yeah. Career Crossroads, um, which, which did very well. And it's a guide, really, for job seekers and people who are looking for direction in their lives. And then in May, June this year, I released the second edition, because there's a massive chapter in here all about LinkedIn. And LinkedIn ah. has so many new features released recently that I realized that I needed to update. Plus, there are a lot of new links in there and links to additional resources that I've put in the book to help uh, job seekers and people who want to 
really find meaning and true satisfaction in their careers? It's, look, it's a, it's a very, very, very good scenario because the first book was written really out of passion. You, you wrote it, 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 it sold well, and then you thought, you know, maybe we'll do a rewrite. And what you've said there is really important. LinkedIn is this behemoth, 690 million users, 690 million users mm. now it's it's professional and this show and this group is all about people who want to write a book and find an audience around the world online and linkedin is possibly one of the best ways to do that what mm. what parts of the book talk about linkedin and what are the differences you talk about yeah, it's part of the branding section in the book because um, with, with my book, I've structured it into seven steps. So really, it's like a seven steps careers program. And um, when we talk about writing a book, uh, I can tell you how I came came to the decision to actually write it in these seven steps. But the, um, the LinkedIn bit is part of the Express Your Personal Brand uh, chapter, which is quite a long one because it's not just online branding, it's also branding in person. Not that we're able to meet that many people in person these days. Most things yeah, are, yeah, um, yeah. are all online now. So it's really important to know how to project yourself. And I, I do a lot of uh, LinkedIn live broadcasts uh, as well, especially during the COVID days, you know, coronavirus mm. pandemic. And I created a hashtag, which was good called um, Time for Global Connection. And that's wow. where all of my LinkedIn live broadcasts have been because I've been interviewing and discussing with people in Canada and the UK and across Australia and Singapore. And it's all about how we can brand ourselves effectively during the pandemic so that our businesses stay in business or as career professionals, we can find a new job if our roles have been affected. Yeah, look, I, I really want to pick up on this. I really want to pick up on this in a couple of ways. One is this particular show at this stage, because just in case people don't know, you have to apply to get LinkedIn Live. And just by virtue of the fact that Jane has been accepted, she's in a very special class of about four people that I personally know. So she's in this very small group of people that have been uh, accepted to produce content, which is a badge of honour in itself. So LinkedIn is one of those things you can bolt onto StreamYard and you can do these live streams to 690 million people. And so, you know, in it's 2020 and we're all locked at home, Melbourne very much so. You know, we can't leave the house after eight o'clock. We can only walk one hour a day. The police can, you know, fine you for going for a, for a walk. And, uh, you know, you can only exercise uh, at a very small time and you can only leave the house to do shopping once a day. So everyone in the world is affected by the, a variation on this. So right at the moment, in a way, if you flip it, you've got the perfect chance to create a brand, to write a book, to build your, you know, your purposeful career. It, I, I'm actually deliberately, and I know you are too, we are deliberately flipping this and saying, well, what can we do here mm. in amongst all of this tragedy? What can we do to flip it to keep our minds buoyant and our hearts sort of peaceful? But And you've done it. You've written a book and you've done a second version. And we've got 1,600 members in the group now. And they're all very, very excited to hear from you. Can, can you tell us a little bit about the process of writing the book? Uh, you've been doing this for 20 years. Why did you write a book and, and how did you do it? Did you write at a certain time? Did you lock yourself in a room? Did you go on a retreat? I'd love to hear how you did it. 
Okay, so why and how? So the big why is because as a career coach, now it wasn't until I turned 40, long, long time ago, um, that I became a career coach. I was in corporate training and a number of other careers, and I've made lots of career transitions. So I'm a career transition coach. I've experienced it. I've had five country moves. I've gone through all sorts of stuff, which has been quite an emotional transition. And I know what it takes in order to get over the difficult times um so mm -hmm. so having coached for 15 years at the time this is like two that well 14 years 2014 2015 i i was coaching one-on-one -on -one, and if i turned up to deliver coaching i would get paid if i turned up to deliver a corporate workshop i would get paid and that was fine but it was very much time for money and also yeah. i'm on this mission because I really want to help as many people as possible to take control of their careers, because I know when you know what career direction is truly the one for you, it's so rewarding. And this is yeah. this is what what I have now, because for the past 25 years, I have loved what I do and it doesn't feel like work. So I'd like that for others as well, not to wait 20 years as I did to discover who we're supposed to be, but to understand the things that we could do that will be rewarding earlier on. And I was racking my brain Thinking, what can I do to scale my business so that I can reach more people and make careers guidance accessible and affordable to everyone who needs it globally, which sounded a bit like a grandiose um, dream. Uh, and I had no idea how to do it. And so thinking, thinking, and I thought, okay, well, a book is an affordable and uh, accessible thing for most people. You can get it as an ebook. You can send it as a PDF download. You can get it on Amazon and, and Booktopia and, you know, Kinokuni yeah, and all yeah. sorts of platforms. So I thought, okay, as a paperback and as a Kindle, Kindles are inexpensive. Kindle versions are inexpensive um, and paperbacks are under 25 Australian dollars, which is about what, 20, 18, 20 US dollars, which is not going to break the bank. Yes. So I thought if I had a book that could give people all the information that I know that I have been helping one-on-one -on -one individuals going through redundancy and career transition, then, then that would help me to fulfill my mission and it would help a lot of people. So the why is it was born out of a desire to be able to help people and to make a difference and also to, to leave a legacy in a way, because that's why we're on earth, aren't we? To make our mark and to have wow. a book, it just, it, it really makes makes a difference. Look, I'll look up. Let's pick up on this, and we've got quite an active group. So please jump in and make some comments. Uh, I'll feed them into the live feed. If you've got any questions at all for Jane, just let us know. We'll feed them in. But you've said a couple of really powerful things. We've talked mostly about the why. Let's start with the why. You had a career where you would go into the city and you would be paid if you turned up. If you had a sick day, you didn't get paid. If an, if there was a recession, you didn't get paid. But you said, why don't I scale this so that everyone can afford 20 bucks and if you if you want to write my wife has read your book she was going through a career change and she, it's you know you gave us that book because we came to see you and i really am thankful for that but you know she read the book and she got so much value out of it that it was a major major step in her getting a career change but it became affordable and i absolutely understand that mission of actually doing something that everyone in the world can benefit from. We have a membership site, which is $29. I know you have a membership site, which we'll talk about in a minute. And it allows you to scale your time 
for two reasons. One is you can do a much more even flow depending on the independent of the economic circumstances. Second of all, you reach a larger audience because your cost per transaction is a lot less. So I'm very, very excited about the fact that the book was a conduit to a, a, a bigger mission. And as you said, a, a legacy. My, my membership site is a legacy for me as well. I totally understand that thing. But what about how you did it? Like, did what I really want to know is, did you did you lock yourself away in a room? Did you go on a retreat? Did you just write it at the same time every night? How did you write the book in amongst the, having a busy work life? Mm. Yeah, well, let, let me tell you, it took a lot of time management uh, because, because I'm a major procrastinator. And I actually have another book that I've been wanting to publish for a long time. It's a children's book, and it's been about 30 years, and I still haven't done it yet. But this one, to fulfill my mission, I felt was very important. Yes, the children's okay. book is a fun thing that I, I want to do. So fun things you tend to put on the back burner. But but when I decided that I wanted to, to write this book, I had no idea how to do it because unless you're in the publishing world, how are you supposed to know? And um, I found this amazing uh, business incubator, uh, which was a 40-week business incubator, and it was uh, helping professionals, uh, business owners, and I run my own coaching practice, to scale their businesses. So you've reached a certain level and you're kind of stuck and then you want to get to the next level. And so what I found during this, this business incubator was a cohort of amazing people who all wanted to write a book as well. Wow. And that's where you get the accountability because yeah. you've got to find your tribe. And Keith, you talk about tribes very much. And we all need to find our own tribe. And whatever you want to to do in life whether it's sports or and fitness or if you want to you know become a great chef or whatever if you surround yourself with other people on the same mission then you end up getting a lot further there's a there's an african saying saying if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to yes. go far go together and so with this this group of professionals all who wanted to uh, write their own books we formed an accountability group and let me pick up on that can i just pick up on what you just said there no there, i know there's an overlap so i'm gonna i'm probably gonna butt in and i okay. apologize for that so joyce can you write can you write that down can you write that brilliant quote down if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far join a group go in a in a group mm -hmm. so what we have you and I both, is a desire to help large amounts of people, you know, the world, really the world, which is we, you and I both have a global vision. As you said, you've, you're on LinkedIn and you're chatting to, to people and you've even got a hashtag, time for global. Is it time for global connection? Yes, yes, follow yeah. it. There are lots of good... It's, it's unbelievable. And so what you've said there is that you can get some stuff done on your own and we all know people that do this they they sort of chunk it down and they just sort of nut it out and they're on their own and they they sort of it's them against the world and they get stuff done and they're very stoical but in reality the people that get lots done the big the big shakers and the movers are the people that are wise enough and that's the right word they're wise enough to know that we don't know everything and, and you joined a group of 40 other people that also wanted to write a book. Mm. How cool is that? How yeah. cool is that? You know, you, 40 other people. We have a Facebook group with 1,600 people all wanting to write a book. And so you did it in a different way. You found a business incubator. Was it actually a physical event where you went and, and yeah. chatted to people over coffee? Can you yeah. tell us about it was, that? It was great because what, what we did was we had um, – 
five face-to-face -face full, it was either one or two days each time. So everyone was in a room together learning um, about different stages of scaling your business. And one of those uh, big days was a two-day um, a program which was all about writing a book and there's this fabulous author mentor called Andrew Griffiths who guided us through the process because he is an author mentor and he's absolutely wonderful he's just one of the most warm wonderful, funny, funny men and he's written over 20 books himself and so he guided us through and what I found was the most valuable was the process of writing a book and the important thing is is you've just got to start once you start, it's fine. Now, people were thinking, oh, well, where should I write it? Should I have some sort of writing software? And how do I break it up into chapters? And how do I do this, that, and the other? And one of the softwares that, that people can use is like Scrivener. And so I tried it, but I got so confused because I just like to keep things simple. The simpler you keep things, the more likely you will stick to it. So if you have a Word document to write your... <laughs> to write your book. That's all you need. I mean, I think writing by hand is just too hard and old school. But just use a Word doc. That's how I did it. And um, you can break it up into chapters as well. Um, but but with um, the, the process, we set ourselves a target of a thousand words a day. That's it, a thousand words a, a thousand day. A thousand words a day for 30 days so that we would get 30,000 words within a month. And that would break the back of the big writing project. And I ended up writing 75,000 words, um, which then needed to be edited. Okay, so I had quite a few thousand cut out because I end up being a bit long winded and I get very excited and, and overwrite, I think. But but what I found really helped me uh, in the writing process was not only having this group of professionals who are also writing books, but I wrote in all of my friends and I told the world and I put it on Facebook and I called yeah. my friends, and I sent text messages saying, hey, guys, I am writing a book on career transition. And so when you put it out there to the world. Um, the world will keep you accountable because you'd be too embarrassed if you don't do it because you've said, this is my goal, help me. And everybody did. And there was one of my friends who was absolutely fantastic because she would text me every day. How many words have you done today, Jane? How many words wow, have you done? I love that. And then, yeah, and she would say, okay, when you reach 10,000 words, a bottle of Verve Clicquot. And I went, oh, okay. This is extremely yeah. important because we have 1,600 members in the group. Hello, Kaylee. Hello, Anita. Hello, Dar. There's people in the group right now listening to these words. You said a couple of really key things. A 1,000 words a day for 30 days. That broke the back of the process. You set yourself an intention, right? You had a goal and you had accountability partners saying, how you doing? Did you get your 1,000 words done? How are you doing? 10,000 words, shout yourself a bottle of wine. You know? <laughs> yeah. So then you've had a Champagne, please. Wine just doesn't cut it. It needs to be champagne. Okay, okay. Sorry, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I don't drink, so I don't really understand the, the idiosyncrasies of uh, what uh, all these words mean. But you shouted yourself a bottle of something. For mm. me, I might have you know, bought a bit of tech. But, you know, I'm looking at getting a new mixer and so, you know, some we have all these goals. And so, you know, if you have a, a goal and you reach it, you should give yourself a reward. Mm -hmm. right? And so um, we've got a really vibrant uh, group of people. Hello, uh, Andrea. And uh, I just want to pick up on some of the questions. Kaylee has uh, asked a question. Let me just pick up on that one here. Um, 
there's so many questions. It's actually now quite far back. Um, I might actually go and find that one in a minute. Uh, but the, the point that you've got here, given that we're live in front of a live studio audience, so to speak, and remember, the way I know Jane is that I've been on her podcast twice and she knows that as a very young child, I wanted to be on the radio, even as a 16-year-old kid after school. So in a way, this is like my dream come true, Jane. I mean, <laughs> I'm now, I've got my own TV show. I've got my own sort of TV show. I mean, and that's what live streaming is for me. My brand is a way of getting my, the word out, interviewing great people, talking to people live. And this is exactly what I want to do. This is exactly what I intend to do with my life. It's my legacy. I have. I really don't have anything to say myself. I love interviewing other cool people. But uh, I'll, I'll come back and circle in, back into the questions in a minute. But I just wanted to pick up on the value of an accountability partner. Why is that so important? Well, mainly because you feel so embarrassed if you don't do it. And most of us, and certainly I do, is that because I'm the procrastination queen, you know, honestly, if there's something I, I need to do and I suddenly notice the ironing, um, <laughs> suddenly ironing becomes very, very appealing um, rather than sitting and writing. Wow, but I would never have guessed that of you. I would never <laughs> have guessed that of you. No, well, this is the thing. I do get stuff done because I have to set up systems in order to get stuff done. So I've I've managed to overcome what is a big challenge for me because I tend to get distracted. But but with this book, I wanted to get the book written. And I think for everybody who wants to write a book, you need to know why you are writing the book. Because if you don't have a very strong why, then that means when it gets a bit hard, you'll give up. You'll give up. And what my husband did was he was very supportive because every day, a thousand words, it doesn't sound like a lot, but let me tell you, when you're writing a thousand words every single day, it ends to be, it ends up being a lot. And there were times when, you know, it was a Saturday and a Sunday and I didn't take a break. I still wrote. I would think I'd rather go to the beach or I'd rather go and see my friends. Or I'd rather go for dinner, but I haven't written my 10, my thousand words today. And so my husband would give me a cup of tea or give me a glass of wine. And he would always say to me, why are you doing this? And I go, oh, because I'm on this mission to make careers guide accessible and affordable to the world. So that's what I kept saying to myself. And yeah. every time I'd say it, it would just light a little bit of a spark in me. And it's like, yeah, this is really important. Not everybody gets to have support. So if I can do this, this is my little thing that will help the world. And, and I know it in a very small way, but if it helps just one person, it's going to make a difference to someone's yeah. life. So, so that really helped to fuel the energy to keep going, even when I didn't feel like it. Because Which it was often, and I know what you're saying, procrastination is like a thing. We, you and I both, have, we've, we've mastered it, haven't we? we I, I actually have mastered it. It's a skill. I've got a PhD in procrastination. So I want to pick up on Kaylee's question. Kaylee's question is all about research and the idea of did you did you do any research in order to do the book or did you mainly do it based on your own personal experience as as a person that's done this for 20 years did you mainly write from your own experience or did you have to go outside of yourself to do research to back up what you're talking about hopefully that's what Kaylee's talking about there I'm trying to paraphrase what she said Oh, I did tons of research, so much research, because, I mean, I, I can't just write a book about my opinion and what I think. I mean, I suppose I could, but I, you need to back it up with facts and figures and exactly um, what has been done before as well. And so what I did was, first of all, the book is based on 
predominantly my experience as a coach and all the thousands of people that I've coached over the years because when you go through a redundancy or you're thinking of a career change or you don't like your boss or you don't like the culture in the organization you know most of us go through a bit of angst at some stage in our lives and then we get a bit confused and we feel stuck and so what I do with my coaching is I help people to get unstuck to get the confidence and the clarity and the clarity is so important because without clarity you don't have confidence Um, but once you've got the clarity of who you're supposed to be in your life and in your career then you can start to set a plan to get to where you want to be so that's what coaching is all about so I thought well why don't I put this into a book and I thought that because I focus on career transition, and this is my initial thinking, and and you do pivot when you're writing your book as well. Um, I I thought, okay, people in career transition, they need a resume and they need to know how to interview well. And that was what my book was originally going to be all about, resumes and interview techniques. But before you write anything, go to a bookstore or go and look online and see who else has done this before. Because if there are a million and one books on exactly the same topic as you, well, it probably doesn't need to be written by you at this stage yet again, because you're going to be reiterating some pretty obvious stuff that other people have already written about. But what you need to do is to see where is there something missing? And when I was oh, look look for the missing parts. Yeah. And when I was researching, I found there are hundreds of thousands of books on how to write a resume, thousands of books on how to prepare for job interviews. So if I was going to do it, I would just be lost in a sea of other books. But what I didn't find was a book on exactly what I do with my clients. And that is take them through the entire process of feeling cheesed off with their career, feeling a bit afraid, daunted and unsure about what they could be doing in their lives and their careers, through to feeling confident, clear and excited about the next step in their career direction. So that is the process that I take people through. So I thought, well, I can't see any books with that. So I decided I'm going to write a book that takes me through the entire process. And then I did a survey monkey survey. Wow, a survey monkey survey. Yeah, and and this is really good. Do a survey before you start doing anything because otherwise you're going to be wasting a lot of time. So I, I sent a survey monkey survey to 200 of my past clients. I chose the ones that I thought would probably respond. Um, and so I sent it out to them and I'd say 90, 93%, 94% uh, responded. And out of that, what I, one of the questions I asked was, remember when we went through, you went through your career transition, what did you find was the most helpful about what we did together? And I was expecting getting a resume, job interviews, but you know what? 68% came back and and they said something else and i thought okay so there's something else and then make a comment and the comments were over and over again what am i supposed to be when i grow up and how do i build my self-confidence so it's assessing what makes you tick you know what it is that you've got your assets and also the the meaning of life and building your self-confidence. So I thought, wow, I hadn't realized that was the most important thing was building the self-confidence and then understanding and getting the career clarity. So I changed the whole idea, the premise of my book into the first two chapters are all about why and 
dealing with change and building your self-confidence and managing stress. So I have a lot of uh, exercises within the book to help you take a career, uh, a life inventory, and then assess your values, assess your skills and knowledge, your motivators, what your dream job might be, what your tangible accomplishments are. So a lot of assessing. Um, and so it's a practical book. You know, I mean, when, when, you, when you have a look in here, I've got so many exercises in here for you to complete just going through you know exercises and the book is big enough that you can actually write in them <laughs> and um one day I, I had lunch actually with one of my my former clients and when we met she goes jane i have to show you this and she brought her book out of the bag and it was full of post-it notes she oh wow goes, oh, I love that. oh i'm so honored um but so so getting the feedback was good because it helped me to write a more valuable book that really resonated with people going yeah. through a career change. And the let research- me, let, me, let me just yeah. pick up what, what you just said there for the group. Remember, this is a group live coaching call and, and everyone's going ballistic. Well, we're really getting some great feedback. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Anita. Thank you, Kaylee. Thank, thank you, Sherilyn. Thank you, Joyce. Thank you, Linda. Linda has actually put your book, link to your book in the comments. So we need to get a big cyber hug. And oh, so, can I, can I pop something in the comments just just in case can. anyone might be well, interested? While I'm chatting, just do do that. So I want to I want to pick up on what Kaylee's question and your answer. So mm -hmm. you had uh, at that stage maybe 15, 20 now, 15 years experience in the industry. You could have simply written a book about what you know. What you did, I'm I'm I really want to bat your feet here. What you did was you went into bookshops and you said, well, what books are already being written about this? Yeah. I don't want to write books that have already been written. I've got to look for the missing parts. Yeah. So you went in with the intention of filling a gap, not just simply bl blurbing on about what you already know, because that that book might have already been written, yeah. which means that no one needs to buy it and it might not have sold very well. What you did was you found the missing part. Then you did a second thing, and this is genius. I do this with Twitter polls. You did it with SurveyMonkey. You asked your tribe what they wanted. You actually said, what do you think would be the best part of the process that you've done so far? Thinking that, you know, with your wisdom, maybe it was that I helped them write this really killer resume and they got a brand new job. What you found was that 68% of people said something you didn't expect, and you would never have got that if you didn't ask them. And then you found, and I'm, I'm, I'm distilling this for the group because this is exactly what we talk about on our group calls. You know, the group is saying, well, what do I write about or how do I start? What you did was you asked people what they wanted and you wrote for them. We talk a lot about this in the right plan. W stands for who. Mm, that's the right. Start is who is reading the book mm. and what do they want? And you actually found that 68% of the audience actually wanted something different to what you think or thought they wanted. And you simply flipped the articles and the, and the writing to, to ask for that. And no wonder it's a bestseller. I mean, you ask people what they wanted and they bought it. And then you're now in your second pressing. I mean, it's very impressive. It's very yeah. impressive. It, it's funny. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it was impressive. It was kind of organic in a way um, because I didn't really know what I was doing, but I just wanted to ask people, you know, what is it that was the best thing? And that's actually something that uh, made me realize 
the benefit of my coaching process um it, it's not just you know a process because getting a job it's not rocket science it's just a process that you follow but the really hard bit is for people to really believe in themselves understand their value because sometimes when you've gone through a redundancy you feel rubbish you just think oh yeah. they don't want yeah. me anymore and and that that knocking of your self-confidence that's the one thing that I realize I'm able to help people with is build their self-confidence. You know, just two days ago, one of my clients that I'm working with, he was so sweet. He called because he was having a bit of a wobble and we had a chat. And at the end of the chat, he goes, Jane, it's amazing. He goes, I called you and I felt I was worth about $1. After our chat, I feel a million dollars. And oh, it was so nice uh, yeah. because it, it, it just, like, if you can believe in yourself, Honestly, I believe you can do anything. Even Goethe, okay, the great philosopher, said if you can believe in yourself and then you can create magic, yes? I don't think I've quoted it exactly, but basically in order to create magic, you yeah. have to believe in yourself. Without it's, it's all mindset. And look, I really want to pick up on this because this is partially what the group needs, but also it's a, it's a very much what you do. I have been retrenched three times in very quick succession. And for about a about five-year period, I felt like a zero. Yeah. You know, I'd go to a job, I'd do my best. After six months, the company would close down. Zero, start again, another job, zero. And after that, when on my 30th birthday, this is exactly our crossover, on my 40th birthday, I said, you know what? From now on, 2006, I'm going to work for myself. I am in charge. If I get up and do the work, I win. If I don't, I'm the only one to blame. And once I did that in 2006, the whole world changed for me. I haven't got a book. I'm more into video and audio, but the idea is the same. I decided that I want to share what I know and help the world, and I don't want a boss to tell me how much money I make and what I have to do. And I want to pick up a little bit on this because we're in the, the COVID period where lots and lots of people are getting retrenched. And two th very big things are happening at the moment. One is a lot of people are taking this time to write a book. And two, a lot of people are saying, you know what, I I'm sick of working for someone else. I want to be in charge. And you're, you're doing a bit of this with your make your, what is it called? Start Your Own Business Bootcamp. Tell us a little bit about that sub project. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, it's it's one of the online programs that I created. And oh, I don't know if this will be helpful for your listeners, but what, what we need in order to uh, create a living for ourselves and recession-proof us, because right now, yesterday in Australia, you know, they, they announced we're officially in recession now, okay? And so people are starting to worry. And, you know, we've got over a million who are currently unemployed and looking for jobs. So, so there's yeah. a little bit of panic going on. So you need to think if you either, either you're going to look for a full-time permanent job, what's permanent these days anyway, with redundancies galore and downsizing, or a part-time job, uh, or you can freelance, or you can start your own business, or you can buy a franchise, or you can become a consultant. There are lots of things that you can do. You have options, but if you don't understand what your options are, and you don't have that clarity, then you need a little bit of guidance. Um, yeah. but I created this uh, Build Your business masterclass it's a free masterclass um, that you can attend just so that you can get your head around are you really cut out 
for self-employment. And yeah. I've also got a number of other online programs as well. I've got one, if you're thinking, mm, I need to brand myself, like personal branding, um, I have a free three secrets to personal branding masterclass yeah. Yeah. as well. Yeah. Do you want me to pop those in the... In yes, the please. Box? What I'll do is, you do that while I, I pick mm -hmm. up. My friend Doug from Canada, Vancouver, Canada is called in. He's got a book. He's got a podcast. He's a winner. I don't know if you know Doug, if you've been on his podcast or he's been on yours, but uh, this is this is the world we now live in. I live in Melbourne, Australia. Jane is in Sydney, Australia. Doug is in Vancouver, Canada. You know, uh, Joyce is in Atlanta, Georgia. This is the world that we now inhabit. And right at this moment for this hour of time, we are all hanging out in the same space. And so after being retrenched three times and being told that really I was worthless, the flipping of saying, no, I'm in charge now. I went back to uni. I did a degree. I, I was a career counsellor for five years. And then I started a radio show. And now I'm doing live streaming. And I'm in complete control. And, and the Facebook group is all about that. It's all about empowerment so that you can write your book to do more speaking gigs. You can write your book to, to create a coaching course. You can, you can control your destiny in an environment that is possibly in the history of my life is certainly the most uncertain feeling in the world I've ever known personally. Maybe for 100 years, we've never had this uncertainty, maybe since the Second World War, certainly. The, the world is in complete turmoil and we need to take charge of our personal world writing a book, having a coaching program, having a website, a blog. These are things that we can do. And your course talks about that, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. There, I mean, there's there's so much here. I popped a number of um, URLs to some free stuff, lots of free stuff. And, and this is, you remember, I'm on a mission to make the careers guidance accessible and affordable to the world. Um, this is why I have a lot of free stuff as well, because not everyone can even afford 20 yeah. Yeah. Um, but as long as you've got an internet connection, then you can get a whole lot of stuff. So I've got downloads like Bob's Work Guides, um, as well as how to get a job free program online call. Oh, maybe I should put that in the in the, yeah. the chat. Well, let me pick up on what you've just said there while mm. you type those in. Mm. The thing that's great about people like Jane, my best friend from Sydney, who I've met in person, which is not very common anymore, mm. you know, is yeah, that so entrepreneurs. <laughs> entrepreneurs have really two parts to their process. One is sure we need to make money to pay the, the bills. But most of the people I know also have enormous hearts and huge amounts of free resources for those that can't afford the big plan. And so you've got a free coaching call. You've got this really cost-effective membership site. You've got a book. Sure, people can work with you one-on-one -on -one and they can have you come to talk to, to uh, their business if you want. That's your big plan. But you've got a membership site. When you've got a bit of time, can you talk about how that works and how it's really the natural extension of the book? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Hang on. I'm just popping. So pop that there. in. Did I put the whole thing in there? I'm not even sure. <laughs> um, hang on. Let me paste that. Oh. Hang on. There. If I do this. Hang on, I'm just quickly getting a URL for you here. Copy and no more worries. Plenty, plenty of time because this is, this is a very active process, and um, yeah. Dar is, is getting a lot of joy out of this, and so is Joyce and Linda. Yeah. So thank you everyone for all the comments. Yeah, this the Careers Academy Online Get a Job. This is a free how to get a job 
audio course. And um, because I'm a podcaster as well, I've actually got three podcasts. There's um, there, there's something else. For, if you just go Spotify or iTunes, Your Career Podcast with Jane Jackson. Okay. That's why yeah. I have over 197 episodes. Two are with the wonderful Keith Keller. Yeah, they are. a guru. Um, and, I mean, Keith was so great to interview that I had to interview him a, another year it's later. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's how we became, because we met, I think, via... I interviewed someone who said Brian, Brian Basilico. Brian, that's right. Basilico. The Bacon the, Podcast. The bacon and he podcast. said, if you do you know Keith Keller? If you don't, you must get to know him. And so he he linked us up together. And then I got to know you, and you were so nice. You're warm and fuzzy. I'm warm and fuzzy. That's good. And then over the years, then you came to Sydney with, with your wife Carol, and I got to meet you. And that was so much fun, wasn't it? Really, yeah. really fun. What you've said there is really amazing. Brian uh, Basilica has a podcast and he interviewed me. Mm. And this will start to happen to members of the group. Mm. But what Brian then said to you after he interviewed you or you mm. interviewed him, hey, there's another Aussie up the road from you. Yeah. And so people that have content, a live stream, a blog, a, uh, a podcast, they need content. So, and this is actually what Marketing Mondays is about next week. We need to position ourselves so that we are the go-to resource for a particular thing so that when a podcast or a live stream or a, a guest blog spot comes up, they think of you. Mm. And the more that you do it, the more that people do it. And Brian suggested me to you and you, you obviously liked the first interview and then you had me back on. And suddenly what happens? You come on my live stream and it's a flow. It's mm. a it's a lovely flow. Mm. And we're helping the world. It's a very cost-effective way. There's lots and lots of comments, more than 60 already for, for today's session. And everyone's getting value. And really, this is the essence of what we do, isn't it? The internet has been such a great facilitator for all this really great wisdom. And some of which we give away and others we, we need to pay for our, our costs. And really, I love what you're doing. I love that you've got just about every every base covered, haven't you? Well, I, I don't know about that. There's always so much to learn. But can I just, just put on something, uh, just pick up on something that you said is that um, in order to brand yourself, you become like the go-to person in your area of expertise and that that's all part of your branding and in order to become the go-to person you have to create content and yeah. content can be in so many forms like Keith you know with your live streams that's content it becomes a video you can repurpose it and reshare it as you do which is good um, for me I have a book it's I call it like you need to productize what you do for alternative yeah. and additional income streams because if you have a model where you give people free stuff so they can get to know you, maybe like you, and trust that you give value, so it's a no like and trust thing, which is so important, give people a lot of value. Not, not Don't give them cheap free stuff. Give them good free stuff. Uh -huh, really yeah. value. Then they think, oh, gosh, if, if he or she is going to give me this for free, imagine if I paid how much better it could even be, yes. And so it develops that trust and people, you, they become part of your community. And what I want to do with everything I do is to attract authentic, genuine 
nice people because I I run my own business I just want to work with people I want to work with and so like when I met you and I thought oh he's so nice he's so warm he's so giving this is so good and then we become friends I mean I meet some people who just take 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 and it gives you this bad feeling that you're taking advantage of and because I'm warm and fuzzy it's I I find it very hard to say no but I've learned in my that how how to say no because when you become known you you get um uh, approached by a lot of different people and some people will take advantage of you and some people will be kind and nice and genuinely be there for you and so i i would like to recommend you know as as you go on your writing journey and you know have multiple bestsellers everybody um please work with people that you really feel good about because yeah. If yes. if you if you don't, you're going to get burnt and you'll become disillusioned and you'll give up. And you need to surround yourself with like-minded people who share your values uh, and always make values-based decisions. Don't just make it. Well, I really I really want to honour what you just said there. Look, you know we we are examples, and I'm I'm proud to say that I'm a living example of what I teach. I I believe that really you need to be a good person and hang out with good people. I always give people a chance once always and if they burn me i have learned to be uh, assertive and say look okay you've had your free look you've had your chance sorry you always need to give people a chance but you also have to be strong and this is very important you have to be strong enough to say you know what there's only one of me yeah and i only have eight or ten hours a day that i can dedicate to this because i want to spend some time with my wife and i want to have a good sleep and i want to go and get some exercise so I've got 10 hours a day that I can do for this for, and I can only hang out with people that honour me. If you if you like what I'm doing and we have a flow, you've got my whole attention. But if you want to just suck me dry and use me up, then really I'm going to get very sick of that pretty quick. And you have to be assertive enough to say, you've had your free look, you've had your free chance, and sorry, you blew it and move on. It's a very, very, as you said, it's a very difficult decision to do sometimes, but the only way to help others is to have that open heart and to have a bit of a, like a backstop, a bit of a gate, a brick wall to say, you know what, you've, you've crossed the line, buddy. And have you had to do that a bit? Uh, yes. <laughs> like I said, I'm just warm and I'm just a warm and fuzzy career coach. That's all. And I'm on a mission to help people. And um, in my earlier days, especially because I'm naturally quite giving, um, I, I, I found I would start to get this feeling of this doesn't feel right. That's not very nice. Um, and and I would I would get really upset about it. And I've learned over the years to develop a more of a, a, a thick skin about things. And yeah. hey, I run a business. I run a co- private coaching practice. I'm in business because I need to earn a living. We all got to pay bills, right? And so I'm happy to give away stuff. But at some stage, I'm going to have to charge for my time as well. And um, I, I charge what I know I'm worth. And this is something that a lot of professionals, when they're in yes, their own business, yes, they don't yes. realize. They don't know what their worth is, and then they undercharge. But remember, when you, if you brand yourself well and you know you deliver excellence in all you do and you strive to deliver you know the best that you can then you know you're worth it and then you can charge i had a um 
a fantastic mentor many years ago. And when I was approached by um, a, a large mining company here in Australia to do a series of uh, group workshops for them in, in Perth and in Brisbane and Melbourne, um, they asked me to do a request uh, for a, a proposal, RFP. And I said, can you have a look at my proposal and see what you think? And he said, Jane, you're charging that because I, I put down an amount that I thought was, you know, market value. And he goes, ridiculous, double it. And I went, what? And I felt like this heart fluttering, like, oh, I'm a bit nervous about doubling it. And he goes, no, in fact, triple it. And I went, what? I can't. And so what I did was I doubled it, but I felt nervous just submitting it with that because I thought, wow, that's too much. They said yes without any question. Then I thought, I should have quadrupled it. <laughs> <laughs> and then negotiated but um but this is the thing because you don't realize your worth and you, you sometimes you need to have a trusted mentor or advisor uh to help you oh i've changed shape sorry <laughs> i'm just adjusting. look what you've said there is really really valuable i want to bring joyce in on the call because um a couple of things i want to i want to pick up on the idea of the online networking this is still new to us uh, to a lot of people. Most people we know have always been to a in-person networking event and you do them and you, you know, you, the LinkedIn local is a thing that is started mm. in Australia, but it's now become a bit of a, a thing. Dar has asked the question, is, link, is networking online becoming an acceptable alternative and uh, how do you do it? Oh, absolutely. Networking online. Fantastic. It's I mean, there are a number of ways to do it. I mean, there are there are lots of online networking groups now. And I mean, one of them is is I co-host uh, LinkedIn Local Sydney with the wonderful Julian Bullock. And what we do is, is uh, we they're called LinkedIn Local because people meet online on LinkedIn. Yeah. But let's take the online connection offline. And so when you meet face to face, then you can actually get to know the real people behind the LinkedIn profiles. Now, because of COVID, we haven't been able to do the live events. We've been doing them for three years now. It's amazing. amazing. Um, and so the last two have been online and we weren't sure how it would work. And we did them via Zoom and, you know, you can have breakout rooms and it actually works really well as an event to go on to Zoom, have the breakout rooms. We do everything as a group initially. And then we break out each, each, uh, all, everyone who attends into smaller groups so they can really get to know each other. Then we close the breakout rooms and then Julie and I are there giving LinkedIn tips. And, you know, we usually have a fun activity for people to do as well. And so that's a great way for people to get to know each other yeah. anywhere in the world. Um, on Zoom is the best yeah, I love Zoom. I think Zoom's fantastic. Um, it doesn't allow you to broadcast live to LinkedIn, though. Uh, so StreamYard is good that way to broadcast live to LinkedIn. But StreamYard only allows you to have a maximum of 10 people in the call. And then I've noticed that there is a little bit of problem um, with, with bandwidth when you have so many. So I, I like to have no more than three people on a StreamYard call. But with uh, Zoom, I can have up to 100 um, you can have up to a thousand if you have the webinar facility, but I, I like yeah. to keep things a bit smaller. So a hundred's more than that. So StreamYard and Zoom are the two major players that have slightly different uh, functionality. Let me bring let me bring uh, Joyce in. I call Joyce is the owner of uh, as well as Cheryl in. 
uh, of this group and I, I just wanted to introduce her to the group uh, if they haven't met her yet. Uh, some people have joined the group recently and that may not have had a chance to chat to to Joyce. And uh, Jane, you love the synergy there. My face is really big and up the top and there's Jane in the middle and there's Joyce <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> I love this. I just love this, the visuals of, uh, of StreamYard. So, so Joyce, thank you so much for, for all that we, we've been doing. I wanted to throw to you to, to thank uh, Jane personally and also just to talk about the crossover between her membership site and what, and what we do and the power of accountability. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Jane, first of all. Um, you've made some very valuable points. I've loved them. And I, a couple of things I just wanted to review real, real quick. Um, that you said, I love the thousand words a day. That is key and huge. If you're consistent and you eat that elephant one bite at a time or a thousand words a day, you finish it up, right? <laughs> like you said, did you do that? Did you do that 75,000 in the 30 days or, or was it longer than that? Well, I did 30,000 30, words in 30 days. And then the next month I wrote the rest. But yeah. once you get on the roll, you know, you've got to break the back of, of mm -hmm. all of this because once you've got 30,000 words, you're so proud of yourself that you think, well, I'm, I'm going to finish this. And I found that once I did that, I was on such a roll. And, you know, it takes 21 days to form a habit. So if it's 30 mm -hmm. days, writing a thousand words a day suddenly if I didn't write I felt that there was something missing in my life and I didn't yeah. miss all the other things because I was on a mission I wanted to get it done and the, everything else could wait um, of course Sorry. I was still working and I still have family and I've got children and all of that sort of thing yeah. so it was very much a juggle but but if you let people know and they're there supporting you as well, that's what gets you through. So I had my family, I had my friends and everyone was like, oh, so proud of you, Jane. Keep going, keep going. And whenever there's a bottle of Verve Clicquot champagne being dangled in front of me, I always think, oh, that'd be quite nice too. <laughs> and good to the word. Chocolate. Give me anything chocolate, you know, and that's my word. Woohoo. So <laughs> I, I love it. So we all have our, I love that. And that's the next thing. I love the reward thing. And that's something that I've read recently in a book called 5,000 Words Per Hour is he said, you know, create rewards so that you could create that writing habit. And when you do that, then you look forward to it. And um, somebody said, uh, oh, Linda has here, did, did you create an outline? Can you pop that up, um, Keith? Um, yeah. I, that is a good question. Did you create an outline? And how, I mean, you don't have to get into the nitty gritty, just was it detailed or not detailed um, with your outline? Because there's something that I teach that is not a formal outline, but it is a form of outlining. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, well, remember that I'm, I'm, I'm not a professional writer. I'm, I'm, I'm right. happy to write the book because I'm a coach and I wanted to get the the support that I provide to people out there in a book form so that I could mm -hmm. reach more people. So I didn't really know what to do, but what I did do was I needed to know initially, the first thing was, who am I writing this for? Who's going to be reading this? And why will they read it? That's the most important thing. Why would someone even read this book? So of course I was writing for job seekers, people who've gone through a redundancy, people who may be 
hate their job or are not happy in their job or or also uh, graduates who are starting out on their career thinking well I, i'm a bit nervous i i'm scared i don't know what to do because not everyone has a career counselor or a vocational counselor to help them move forward so there was the practical step side and that that to me that was the easy bit so it, it's like once once right. you you've got the confidence that's the hard bit and mm -hmm. you understand you are and what really makes you tick that's also the hard bit those were the hard bits um it, it was what people really really wanted that i found oh wow okay how am i going to do this but once i got that out of the way then the process of getting a job of you know writing a resume finding out what your accomplishments are understanding the job search strategies how to network how to work with recruiters how to get past the applicant tracking system all the things that you need to understand to market yourself that was easy because it's just a process and I could document it right. and then right. preparing interviews um that that was quite a long section uh because there's a process to prepare properly for interviews as well but in order to attract those interviews you have to brand yourself so i'm qualified as a as a branding coach and mm. uh, consultant so i put a lot of my learning from there into that chapter and i'm a linkedin trainer so i put so much linkedin stuff in there um, and in the second version there's so much more because there are some fantastic features for job seekers on linkedin now from the voice pronunciation feature to the build a resume feature to the um interview preparation video feature on linkedin all built into the platform that most people don't know about so uh, no. i wanted to talk about that in the book as well Awesome. Yes. Well, what I wanted to share with that is if for those of you that are on here, I teach something called the Write Plan, and it's it's in our, our TWC Writing Club, but also in our group coaching program that starts in a couple of weeks called Write My Book Bootcamp. And what I'm doing right now is you schedule a call with me. I am going through that Write Plan with you, and it's a much easier way to figure out what Jane figured out for her book. Um, I've showed it to Keith. He loves it and he's not even a writer. <laughs> but, but what I love about it is you can use it for a book, for an article, for a blog post, for a professional talk, anything. And it's a, it's a couple of questions that help you find focus and write faster. And everybody that once they learn it and get used to it, they're like, Oh my goodness, this helps so much. I mean, we haven't even had Doug. You remember Doug's comment from last week, um, Keith? He's been through the course. He has it. <laughs> he made yeah. a comment. And can you tell people who don't know what the right is an acronym? What does it stand for? Because I, I thought that W stood for who, but it actually stands for what, doesn't what? it? What are you writing about? Who do you want to reach is the, the R. Who do you want to reach? I is infrastructure, which is the... Um, foundation of the book, and I can show you how to create a foundation sentence. And then T is teach. What do you want to teach them in the book? That's what you're going to teach in the entire book, and then in each chapter. And then E is edit and expand. So you got to edit your yeah. book and expand it as you know, add stats, case studies, stories, things to give it the your meat to your book and give it you know take away the fluff and really give it some interest. So I love that. And Jane, you brought up some other good point about having a system. You know, um, that's, I'm really big on systems. And for those that are not 
super organized and don't geek out on that kind of stuff. And you may be rolling your eyes going, oh, dear God, don't tell me about that. <laughs> they are key. They really will help you if you don't fight it and resist it. And that means essentially the right plan is a system. It's a system to write your book. You know, that's, and part of that was created because of, it took me four years to write my first book. And I was like, there's got to be an easier way and a faster way to do this. Cause, and I was just kind of flailing around in the dark at first. And when I finally got that system, now I can write a book. And I have a path to go on. And that's what I love to help people with. Well, let me just pick up on what you guys both have in common. Um, mm -hmm. Apart from the fact that you've both written a book, Jane has, and I love this because we, we talked a lot at the start of the hour about legacy. And that we're doing this because we want to help the world. And we mm. want to help the world in, and we've got to share this really cutesy video of uh, Jane saying, I have a dream and my dream is I want career coaching to be affordable because, you know, the worst part, and I've been there, as I said, I've been retreated three times. The worst part about hating your job is the feeling that you can't afford to change. Mm -hmm. You can't, you've got no choice at all. You're stuck. Yeah. So uh, Jane has started a second tier of the book with a, a, a membership site, which is very cost effective. And she actually gives a bit of group coaching. The reason, and that's what you guys have in common. Jay, uh, Joyce has also that as well. And the power of a group coaching call is that we've got that accountability. Ah, uh, you know, did you do your yeah. did you do your thousand words? You got that order in for champagne? Come on, I'll help you. You know, we, we've got to help each other. So tell us about the membership site, Jane, and why is that so important uh, for the, as the next step from the book? Ah, okay. So, well, the Careers Academy, the reason why I created the Careers Academy is to provide people with affordable support because one-on-one -on -one coaching, <coughs> excuse me, ends up being a big investment into your career. Uh, yeah. But before I even talk about that, can I just say, Joyce, I love your acronym. I love acronyms. And if you're gonna write a book, think about acronyms, because my my acronym, my book is The Careers Method. Your Yours for, for your program is write, what, reach, infrastructure, teach, edit. Fantastic, I love that. And it makes it so easy to remember as well. And and you're absolutely right with that process. So I think your program sounds really valuable for any aspiring authors, Joyce, fantastic. But um, with, with the Careers Academy, um, it, it's, it's there for affordable support for a monthly membership. You get instant access to um, a, lot, a lot of value. So when, when you, if you join as a member, you get instant access to my how to write a resume online program, which is lifetime access, and then uh, personal branding for career success program. And you also get a 30 minute one on one coaching session with me part of it, and monthly group coaching calls, which are an hour. And they're great fun. They're so much fun. They're on the second Monday of every every month. And we have people just coming in from Germany and London and across Australia and Singapore. And it's, it's really lovely, all talking about about their challenges in their careers and what they want to do next or setting up their business and what they want yeah. to do. Yeah. And indeed, if someone wants to write a book, but I'm not a, a, a book coach. Joyce right. is a coach. And so, so how does that map over, yeah. Joyce, then, how does that map over what the, the writing club is? What is the writing club? Is it a very similar model? Can you talk about, for the people in the group that haven't heard of the writing club, is it a very similar idea? Yeah, TWC Writing Club is the same idea where 
we're giving you value each month through trainings. There's live and video trainings every month. Keith does one of the live trainings because he likes to teach live. And then like, you want to do that? Go for it, buddy. Um, so he does. And it's great because then you can ask your questions live. That's the, that's what all, everybody has found such great value in that, you know, when you're sitting there, if you're watching a video and you have a question, yeah, you could type in and go to the um, group and ask a question, but it might be a little delay and it's not the same energy as when you're asking their live. And then we do have a group part um, call once a month as well, where you can come and ask your writing questions. Um, and then in the Facebook group, I, you know, I'm encouraging people, you know, at least once a week, hey, where you're at, what's going on, do you have any questions? And, you know, anybody can pop in there anytime. And there's been support among the members too, which is wonderful that they're supporting each other. You know, um, one will go, hey, I'm doing a Facebook Live. If you can come make it and support me, that'd be great. You know, because we talk about audience building doing Facebook Lives. And so we're there to support each other. And that's what I love. And I think that that's really what Jane's doing too, is supporting people on their journey of whether their career change is to another business job or their own business, correct? Is that what you're doing, Jane? It's either one? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope, well, um, the main thing is, is to help people in their careers to progress in their careers. So it's either mm -hmm. get a job or if self-employment is a good option for them, it's still their career. So how you right. can actually start your own business. Right, right. Yes, love that. And I am with you too, both about the working for other people that is um, not gone well for me many times. <laughs> and, and so... I am the same way. I, I prefer working by myself and, you know, well, I'd say for myself, not necessarily by myself because Keith is on my team and Sherilyn's on my team. I'm going to add some other people to the team soon. And so I am so excited that you've been here, Jane, and been helping us tonight share this. And it's good to see your success because it shows the people here, you know, it, it does take time. It does take energy and it does take some money to write a book, whether you're self-publishing or traditional publishing. And I'm assuming you're, you're, both your books are self-published. Is that correct, Jane? Yes, that's right. Can I just say the important thing is, is to find a good publisher. You have to have a very good editor as well, because editors are gold and mm. proofreading and, is very and, important. And, yes. <laughs> yeah. Editors, I love editors, but find a good um, one. <laughs> you heard me say, Keith, you need an editor. You need an yeah. editor. Yeah. editor. Definitely. I, I, my, my book is a better book because I had a very good editor. Uh, she looked at everything that I wrote and the content was great, but what she did was she tidied it up. And mm -hmm. sometimes when you get so passionate about what you're writing about, you just keep writing and writing and writing. And what happened was I ended up with 75,000 words and she cut it down to 50. So there mm -hmm. you go. So I had 25,000 words of fluff because I was on my roll writing, writing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and that a tendency, we repeat ourselves, you know, yeah. in or and sometimes those things can be put together because I'm an editor as well. So mm -hmm. that is, I do that all the time and I see that. And it, and also when you get someone else's eyes on your work, mm -hmm. then they can look at it and go, I'm not sure I understand this. Is, is this something your reader will understand? Cause like 
I just finished editing a book for our Adrian and his is about um, angel investing. And some of the terms and acronyms I wasn't familiar with. So I would put in there, will your reader know what this means? <laughs> because I just because I don't doesn't mean that they won't, because typically if you're in that industry, you're going to know the acronyms. Uh, but I didn't. And so, yes, editors are key and huge help to getting your work out. And I I mean, if honestly, and I, I don't say this lightly, if you have to get a second job to pay for an editor, it is worth it. I mean, wouldn't you say so, Jane? Yeah, because I think the thing is, is there's no point in writing a book if it isn't going to be a good one. Right. And and it, proofreading is another very important thing because there's nothing more annoying than when you're reading a book and there's a typo in it or something isn't mm -hmm. right. So um, don't don't think about saving money by proofreading yourself, because when you're the writer, you're so close to what you write, you don't even see the errors because right. you read skim over them so easily so so get a professional proofreader and I, I actually had four different people a professional proofreader um one cfo who who reads a very good friend of mine who reads reports all the boring reports all the time he picked up the most number of errors <laughs> which is quite funny and um two two other friends who are very detail oriented uh, so four four people proofreading the book and one of them was a professional and that's what makes the book so much better because when yeah. you're going to put something out make sure it's quality because it's your brand you're putting out there right. people are getting right. to know you when they read that book and that's Look, what I, 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 all the time let's yeah. um we've, we've cracked the hour and we've had we've had 94 comments in the hour and there's a very oh. diligent uh, group of people, Doug, Dar, Andrea, uh, Kaylee from my hometown, who's trying these cafes. We talked last week about the fact that a really cool person called Kaylee has moved to a town where I grew up and is now trying all the cafes. She's tried one. She gave it 7.5. She's now mm -hmm. trying my second favourite cafe and going to compare it with coffee and atmosphere and do a bit of a, a ring around. We're calling it the latte run. So a big hello to uh, Kaylee, big hello to Doug in Vancouver. Uh, we've got people calling in all over the world, and this is exactly what this show is about. But I want to give you both a chance to make maybe one last comment to wrap up what we've said today. Do you want to start, Joyce, with what you mainly got from the show and the key points you took away? Yes. Well, the, the, I, the two things that I love was the accountability and then reward. Those are huge. And so um, I think that's very important. But the other thing I wanted to mention, too, for those of you that are, um, if you're not watching in the on Facebook, we invite you to the Write My Book um, Facebook group. You can just Google, I mean, well, you can Google it and you can search it in Facebook. And if you'd love to join us, we do this every Wednesday night. And then the other thing is if you are looking to write a book and you want some help and some guidance on what to do and What's the next step? We have a couple different options for you, and I'd love to chat with you and show you the right plan. And I'll put a link in the um, comments, but you can set up a time to chat with me, and I do a complimentary call called Your Best Book Ever. And it's just simply a call to find out where you're at and how I can help you and find out if there's, um, you know, go over the right plan. And show you that and that'll get you started because it gets you focused and organized and you know a lot of times the people when i ask them you know what's holding them back from finishing their book 
And the number one thing is I don't know where to start. I don't, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. uh, getting it's started. Yeah. So I would love to help you get started, help you finish, and um, help you along on your writing journey. I love helping people on their writing journey. And I think this comment here from Dar says it all. Jane Jackson, thank you for tonight. This was extremely informative and delightful. You are absolutely amazing. A hundred comments and people calling in from all over the world. Jane, I really want to thank you for coming in. It's janejacksoncoach.com.au if you want to know anything nope. more about No, it. it's not. It's janejacksoncoach.com. <laughs> no, you. You've got the .com. No, yes, here. Yeah. I'll put I'll put it here. There we go. I'll pop it in the private chat and you can you can share that. Oh, no, I'm not being That's, contradicted live on air. That's good. janejacksoncoach.com. Yeah. is the, the the one URL everyone can go to to find out more about the goodies. One last thought from you about what you think the process is about and what anyone can do to uh, to get started. Okay, first of all, know what it is that you know and what you want to get out to the world because don't write a book just because you feel like it. Write a book because you have a message for the world and it's yeah. going to benefit the world. So either is it going to be a self-help book? Is it going to entertain people? Is it going to make them feel some sort of emotion? How is it going to benefit them? So whether you're writing a novel or you're writing a business book and mine is a business book, yes, um, there has to be a good reason for it uh, mm -hmm. because otherwise it's just going to be another book that sits there collecting dust and make sure it's going to make a difference in someone's life for having read it. Wow. Well, that, that's a great way to finish. This is Wisdom Wednesday, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. It actually is 9 a.m. It's now 10, 10 almost 10.30 a.m. It's We're so far away in Australia that it's actually tomorrow. <laughs> that's something I always love to say. No, we're so, so far ahead. Away. <laughs> Where you know, you're getting tomorrow's information today, like it's still Wednesday in the US and Canada. We are so far ahead. We're, we've, we've not, we know what's coming. You've got to follow Jane because she's right on the money. So uh, we, we're going to continue on with this theory of this uh, series of, uh, of Wisdom Wednesday, 7 p.m. on Wednesday night in the group. Please join the group if you haven't yet, and please comment. We've had 100 comments to, so far today, so thank you. I'm gonna I'm going to finish the broadcast there. We can continue the comments in the group and uh, Jane and, and Joyce will probably talk backstage in the green room and, uh, and, and sort of further this forward. I suspect that Jane will be a, a member or guest on Joyce's podcast and maybe the reverse. And uh, Jane has a podcast on um, iTunes and, and Google Play and she also has a live stream on LinkedIn Live, one of the four people in the world that I know actually has it. <laughs> I've applied there are second more than time. Four. There are I know, but I know at least four or 44 people that haven't got it. Mm -hmm. But I'm one of the person, people that are, are anxiously chomping at the bit to get LinkedIn Live, and that will come soon. So I'm going to wrap up. I know I've been a bit rambly, but it's been such a great day. Thank you for everyone for helping, and I will see you next week. for joining us on this episode of The Right Hour. Our goal is to help you achieve your writing dreams. You are one step closer to write your book. Learn how to get the book out of your head with the four steps we teach our clients. Sign up for the free email series at therightcoach.biz. The link is in the show notes. 
The four steps help you clarify your focus, create and organize your content, and complete your book. We share tips on the writing process, and you can download the writing planner to track your progress. Don't let fear and overwhelm keep you from writing your book. It's time to write your book.